0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Switch Up Sports coming to you on what is Overreaction Monday. Welcome in. We are on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify Podcasts, so if you can give a like and subscribe there, as well as a like and subscribe on YouTube, and a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter before we get into anything today. As I said, it is Overreaction Monday. Hope all of you out there, no one has a case of the Mondays, but as we get into it, a lot of people do due to how their teams played yesterday um, and as I said, it is overreaction Monday. It's a call for a either settle down and just breathe or start bailing water. there's a reason to overreact. And where I got to start out with is because they truly are, even though I don't really think as much, but they go by the term America's team, the Dallas Cowboys are terrible. And the overreaction Monday is they're absolutely terrible. They're trash. Um, you know, we're the, we're the worst team in the league. Uh, just the list goes on and on. But this is one for all you Cowboys fans out there. It's kind of a situation you better start bailing some water. The ship has a has a lot of holes. It's definitely waters rushing in. And what's going on? is you have a situation where the Cowboys, we saw this kind of last year and no one really wanted to put it into context, but the Cowboys are really good in garbage time. They score a lot of points and they put up a lot of yards and that's what Dax. when you really have to look at Dak's numbers, you have to look at them with a grain of salt because Dak gets a lot of garbage yards. Um, there was two or three games last year that he racked up a bunch of yards. I know for one, that Packers game, they were down four scores. Um, and Packers defenders have been playing seven, eight yards off the ball. And it was just a situation that Dak was just throwing, you know, little slant routes, little seven, eight, nine, ten-yard passes, and you know, he was just racking up a bunch of yards. Um, they ended up pulling the game a little bit closer and they, you know, it winded up losing only by like 10 points or something like that. Um, but it was really the Packers kind of let their foot off the gas. You know, they they didn't continue playing the same defense that they were playing and Dak racked up a ton of yards, and that has happened multiple times when he plays a good defense Is he's normally really, really bad as soon as he gets off script. Normally the first quarter, you know, on scripted plays, he is a he is a very solid quarterback, um, and in yesterday's game, they were up after the first. You know, they were up 14, 14-7 in the first, but then they didn't score for the next two quarters, and not only in those next two quarters, they only got 55 yards in the second, and 26 yards in the third. They were down 41-14 to 14 going into the fourth quarter, where then they proceeded to score 24 points, and it was all garbage time. At 41-14, to 14, the game's over. The Browns did the same thing that the Packers and so many other teams have done when they played the Cowboys. This was the same situation with the Falcons, except the Falcons' offense didn't run the ball. They didn't really kill any clock so they gave the ball right back to the Cowboys and they had all the time in the world it was 41 to 14 that's over if the Browns continue to play the same defense that they played in the second and third quarter they wouldn't have scored in the in the fourth quarter either it's a bale water situation you have a terrible defense that the Cowboys have the Browns' offense isn't even fantastic, but the problem is, is people instantly look to Dak and they go, oh, he was 41 of 58 for 502 yards, four touchdowns, and only threw one interception. That's great. But he didn't move the ball in the second or third quarter. He racked up a bunch of yards on script in the, in the first quarter. That first quarter on script, he looked, he again, he looked great. He looked really, really good. But then as soon as he got to the fourth, and through the second and third quarters, he didn't look good. But the fourth quarter is where he racked up a bunch of yards. He scored a few times, but that's where it all came. When the defense had had let their foot off the gas, they weren't playing press coverage, they weren't playing man, it was a lot of zone, and there was gaps to be had because the team was no longer pressing. It was already won. So the fact of, to, to look at Dak and be like, oh, he's just, all these numbers, and He's great on script. He's not good as soon as he gets off of it. So, you know, in, in the terms of Dak, the Cowboys' offense was fine. There was no need for them to draft CeeDee Lamb. There was no need for it. The Cowboys do have a very good offense. You have a very good offensive line. You've got arguably the best or top three running back in the league. You've got a top wide receiving core. Their offense is just fine. Dak is Dak is a above-average quarterback in the NFL. The offense was not the issue. A team that plays with this much flash and this much firepower loads everything into it. And now you have a situation where the Cowboys' defense is just as about as useful as a chain-link fence is at stopping wind. It's holes all over the place, and anyone can get through the browns really aren't even that like yes they've got good pieces and you know they ran a couple interesting plays that the cowboys weren't ready for but at the end of the day they were getting 9 yards a play and that and they're a rushing team that was 9 yards a rush that's just not being a very good defense and that is a very 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 big problem because when it gets kind of cold uh, once you get outside the dome you know playing here in Texas and and you have to go to a Green Bay to a Chicago you have to go to New York to Philly we saw that last year Philly was a terrible team but their defense was better than the Cowboys was and they had to play outside in the cold in in mid-december that's when teams are made and that's when they're not and that's why Philly, Philly won that game, and Dallas didn't last year. Purely based on they had a better defense than Dallas did. Dallas's defense was still bad last year. That high-powered offense goes away when you can't throw the ball. When when the wind's howling and blowing, and, it, and it's and it's frigid cold, and it gets brought to its knees pretty quick. And if your defense can't stop anybody, it doesn't benefit you very well either. So Cowboys, you have every right. to to overreact and bail and say that you're a terrible team because you know what? Right now, you are. Now, moving on to Ohio, where Joe Burrow is the guy. Now, this isn't much of an overreaction. Um, This is kind of just Hallelujah in Cincinnati. It's a situation where yesterday he played solid again. That's now four straight games of playing very solid. He was 25-36, threw for 300 yards and a touchdown. He played very solid again. Now, Burrow could be the savior in Cincinnati if he had any type of help. He's still getting killed. Uh... You know, he still makes some nice passes. There's still a couple rookie things going on in there. But in terms of Cincinnati having like this huge party, you know, the fact that they, they did win a game and and all this going back and forth, you did beat Jacksonville. So that that's kind of a okay, yeah, you beat Jacksonville. But Burrow does seem to be like a Tony Romo, a very very manageable quarterback that gets the job done. Um, and that's really what Cincinnati needs. I think he is slightly better than an Andy Dalton. But Burrow's the guy. You know, he he, he gives enough juice. Um, he's got enough attitude going a little bit with it. But Burrow's the guy. So Cincinnati, for you guys, it's okay. There's no need to overreact. There's no need to think, is something changing? Joe Burrow is the guy. Stick with him, but learn to give him some pieces in these next and upcoming drafts and in terms of some trades. Help him out. He's the he's your guy. <laughs> now, here's another one. As the Buffalo Bills get to 4-0 as they controlled almost the entire game yesterday against Las Vegas. The Bills are they Super Bowl bound? As Josh Allen played another very solid game, 24 of 34, 288 yards, two touchdowns, as well as a rushing touchdown defense still looks absolutely amazing, creates a lot of turnovers and does a very good job. They really contained Josh Jacobs yesterday and Josh Jacobs has been running through almost the entire league. So the bills are finally clicking on both sides of the ball and they're looking like a true well-oiled machine. Now, the only issue for the Bills is the fact that they play in the AFC and they have to go through either both or at least one of Baltimore and the Chiefs. Depends on the draw, but as of right now, they would have to go and deal with playing one before the other. That's a really tough stretch to get through. I am upgrading the Bills to second in terms of my rankings, and that'll come out on Wednesday. But they are a very, very solid team. They run the ball very well. They're able to kill the clock. Josh Allen, again, he's learned the touch. He's able to move the ball down the field. He completes passes in crucial times when he needs to. But... Are they really Super Bowl bound? I think next year might be a better option for them because they can still get a little bit more talent and get them a little bit more help. But from what I see, when they play well, uh, they're hard to beat. They are hard to beat. They controlled the entire game yesterday. They got the ball first, they went down and scored. And that was it. They went down and scored, they were up 7-0, then 7-3, and then they went down and scored again 14-3. They controlled the entire game. They were up 14 at the end. They allowed a they allowed a touchdown at the end. But they controlled the entire game. Josh Allen was hurt for a little bit, came back in, is dealing with non non non-throwing shoulder issues. But this team is is very good. This team is very good sean mcdermott is a fantastic coach he is coaching up josh allen very well he's got the defense they're absolute dogs i mean that defense is very very good it is now a situation of i don't want to say i I can see them in the super bowl because I just can't see them getting through both the Chiefs and the Ravens in the same playoffs. But they are a very strong contender. They are a very, very strong contender. And I'll just have to wait and see more. But as of right now, I'm going to pump the brakes and say, take a breath in terms of Super Bowl bound and, and we're the best team in the league. Take a breath there. But the Bills are very, very, very good to very good contenders. I'm going to keep my eyes on them. I'm going to give it a couple of weeks. I'm going to reevaluate in a month and I'll see how they look after week eight. That's when I'll give a true reevaluation of the Bills and I'll be able to see more then. And there's a situation where after week eight, I could see them as yes, definitely Super Bowl bound. As that is overreaction Monday, the three teams where I kind of said, hey, there could be some overreacting going on here. So we got the Cowboys. Hey, there's, there's definite need to overreact. The Cowboys, they're bad. Joe Burrow, no need to overreact. He is the guy. Definite stick with them. Get him some help. And the Bills, you're kind of overreacting. Just pump the brakes for now. Put a hold on it. Not Super Bowl bound yet. Great through the first month of the season. Let's wait and let's give it another month, and then we'll have to reevaluate. But as of right now, kind of pump the brakes, and that is overreaction Monday. But as a great weekend, it was a very solid weekend for myself in terms of game picks. Um, the I got the the Colts wrong. The Colts, their their defense, um, it's the best in it's the best in the league. They're they lead in every category. They showed it yesterday against the Bears. It was just pure domination. I also got the Cardinals wrong. I thought that they were going to show up. I thought that they would have played a little bit better off a loss. So I got that one wrong. And the Texans, they did just fire head coach Bill O'Brien and GM. He's terrible. They finally got rid of him. He was, a, he, I think he was a decent coach, terrible GM, but they did, they did get rid of him after that 0-4 start. I thought the Texans would have showed up and played better. They played three great teams the first three weeks. I thought playing the Vikings, they would play a little bit better. They didn't. But out of those games, and then the 49ers game, that was another one that I didn't get right based purely on the fact of they they ended up going to C.J. Beathard yesterday. Nick Mullins played terrible. They moved on and went to C.J. Beathard 49ers. You're not good unless you get Jimmy G back. Oh, and also the rest of your entire starting offense. Oh, and defense. Because they're just they're just riddled with injury. Um, that's that's not really something that you can blame on them. I did say the Eagles were gonna cover the spread, though, so I, I was kind of right there as uh, I, I didn't pick the game right, but I did pick the spread right. And and a team that covers, you know, good teams win and great teams cover. But you know, as always. You got to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter as well as give a like and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast and YouTube. And on Overreaction Monday, I hope all of you had a fantastic Monday. No one had a case in the Mondays today is what I definitely hope on all of you. And you know we got the live show coming up on Wednesday where I'm going to have a new segment in which is contenders versus pretenders. We've got a new power rankings coming out, as well as a game pick and game and pregame analysis for the Thursday night. Bucks at the Bears. That's what Wednesday's live show is going to have. There's a chance that we have another new guest on. So stay tuned for that. But you know that I will see you on Wednesday. And as always, you got to pop in your headphones, lace up your shoes, but then you got to switch up because this is switch up sports. All right, guys, you take it easy and I will see you on Wednesday. Yeah, we've been on a winning streak. Winner, winner, winner. Yeah, just balling with my family. Because we balling. Ballin yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we ballin Are you mad? Yeah, I'm really getting rich. I her like my